Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Happy to have you here today. It is June 7th, 2000. 22 and it is tuesday so we're happy to have you here so welcome to one percent or less with him at his hard line i am jason your co-host and again just really really enthused that you're here and decided to give us some of your time so today we're going to be reading out of the book of malachi uh we're going to be reading out of chapter 2 verses 1 through 9 a little bit of a short one today but uh a really good one though at that so again it's malachi chapter 2 verses 1 through 9 So before we get started, I really hope everybody's having a good day today. Um, You know, I know the world's getting a little, little bit more nuttier and nuttier by the day. But, you know, like I always say, you know, because God is the host here at His Hardline. He is the one ultimately that is in charge of the ship. And He's steering us through these crazy waters that I always say we call life. And uh, you just got to trust God. You got to trust His plan. And more importantly, you got to give up surrender of your own life to God. And I'll tell you what, he's going to steer you through troubled waters. He will take you and lead you into calmer areas. He's going to bring you to a safe haven, a safe harbor. You just got to trust God. Right now we're in a storm, but you know what? It's going to get better. You just have to, you have to trust God. You have to invite Christ in your heart. And I tell you, you'd be so amazed of what, what kind of transformation occurs in your life. I promise you. Just what do you got to lose? Just try it. Just, no. So anyway, we're going to get into reading. And starting with verse 1, chapter 2, verse 1. And now, priest, this commandment is for you. If you do not listen, and if you do not take to heart, giving honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you, and your blessing I will curse. In fact, I have already cursed it because you do not take it to heart. I will rebuke your offspring. I will spread dung on your faces, dung from your feast, and will carry you to it. You should know that I sent you this commandment so that my covenant with Levi might endure, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant with him was the life and peace which I gave him, and the fear he had for me standing in awe of my name. Reliable instruction was in his mouth, no perversity was found upon his lips. He walked with me in integrity and uprightness, and turned many away from evil. For a priest's lips preserve knowledge, and instruction is to be sought from his mouth because he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you have turned aside from the way and have caused many to stumble by your instruction. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. I therefore have made you contemptible and base before all people, for you do not keep my ways, but show partiality in your instruction. And that is verses 1 through 9. Now, I want to look at a couple of meanings first, a couple of words. The first one being contemptible. What does that mean? So contemptible, according to the 1828 Noah Webster's 1828 uh, Dictionary, I already said the year, but uh, contemptible, it's an adjective, 
and it is Latin, but it means worthy of contempt that deserves scorn or disdain, despicable, mean, vile. Intemperance is a contemptible vice. It also can mean apt to despise, contemptuous, not legitimate. So that's contemptible. The next word I want to look at, and there's a reason I'm going over these two words. The word base, B-A-S-E. There's multiple definitions, but the first few mean low in place or obsolete, mean, vile, worthless, that is low in value or estimation used of things, of low station, of mean account, without rank, dignity, or estimation among men, of mean spirit, disingenuous, illiberal, low, without dignity of sentiment, as a base and abject multitude. Last definition I'll go over here. Of little comparative value, applied to metals and perhaps to all metals. Well, that's metals. That doesn't apply to people. But, so, there's a reason why I went over the words contentable and base, because of that very last, uh, let's see, what was it? The, well, yeah, the last verse where it says, I therefore have made you contemptible and base before all the people, for you do not keep my ways, but show partiality in your instructions. So, as I read this chapter in Malachi, the, the one commandment that is given to priests is very, very simple. Just speak truth and hold firm to the covenant of the Lord, to his people. And it states to the priests specifically that if you do not listen and take the you know take to heart with you know with what the lord is saying and giving honor to his name the lord will send curses upon any priest because if they don't take to heart what he said um you know it just it just goes without you know it just goes it just goes on to say that if you do not take to heart his commandment this is what i'm basically trying to say if you don't take to heart his commandment not only will you be cursed, but future generation, generations will be cursed as well. And as it states in verse 4, you should know that I sent you this commandment so that my covenant with Levi might endure, says the Lord of, Lord of hosts. My apologies, words are hard for me today. But what he's saying is that there is reliable instruction that came forth from his mouth and no perversity was found upon his lips and that he continuously walked in integrity and uprightness and turned away from evil at every step. So what comes from a priest's lips should be preserved in knowledge and instruction and truth. Because he is the messenger on behalf of the Lord of, you know, for the people belonging to God after all. And so it's very important that everything that comes out of his mouth, the instruction, the knowledge has to be all in truth. You would think it's pretty simple. However, if a priest should turn away, though, from the covenant and purposely causes God's people to stumble by his instruction, then at that point, he has corrupted and gone against the covenant of Levi, at which that point God will make that priest contemptible and made base before all the people for the simple reason that he did not keep to the ways of God's instruction, but showed partiality in his instruction. And so as we look at the words contemptible and base, that is God making the priest who turned away and caused others to stumble in their spiritual path to be made lowly in place or obsolete among the people because they could not hold to the covenant and ultimately led people 
away from a proper and righteous instruction that was, you know, meant to be delivered to them by God. By doing that, it, they, they basically make themselves disingenuous and without dignity or of sentiment, like we had stated above in the meaning. And as stated in the definition of contemptible, they have, in other words, made themselves despicable. And so for priests, it's very important that they follow not only God's instruction, but hold firm and steadfast to his, co- you know, to his covenant. Because anybody who causes God's people to stumble on purpose by not giving them truth, by not ministering to them properly and leading them astray, basically, on purpose, well, you're going to get knocked down to the lowliest of lowly among people on earth by God. Because to make someone stumble spiritually, I would imagine, is a pretty hefty offense on behalf of God, because God doesn't want that. And if you're going to be trusted as a messenger on behalf of God to deliver God's word to the people, to his people, but yet you try to mislead and, and misguide and, you know, stray the sheep a, a son, you know, a, a, away, if you will, on purpose, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that God's not going to look too favorably on that. So anyway, that's all I really have for this. I thought it was a, a nice, you know, a nice chapter to read. And again, it's more particularly toward people, who, you know, that minister God's word to people. And, you know, I know, like I said, I'm not a minister myself. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a priest. I'm not a, you know, uh, I'm not ordained in any way. I'm not a deacon. But uh, I'm just a man myself who just, you know, I try to read the word every day and I do my best to comprehend what I read, to interpret to the best of my ability and to be able to, um, to be able to share my thoughts of what I've read out to you. Now, some days it comes out great and there's some days I stumble through it. And there's some days where, you know, I get it, but then my words just don't come out properly because as I often say, words are hard. (laughs) So anyway, I hope you got something out of this. Again, I know most of you who listen to this, you're not going to be a priest or a minister or anything like that. But just understand that when you do go somewhere to listen to God's word, whether if it's here at His Heart Lion or an actual priest or a minister or a pastor or a deacon or whatever, a spiritual leader, just make sure you pick someone who guides you properly that you know won't you know steer you astray. You always want to have someone that's genuine and who is has your best interest at heart. So that's all I have for today. We'll close this out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this day. And we thank you for another day of not only life, but the good health that you gift us each and every day. Thank you for the beautiful weather, the sun, the sky, the clouds, the wind. Thank you even for the rain, because rain is a good thing for our garden, for our vegetables, for life. But we thank you for each and every gift that you give us that we often overlook. Things that we probably look like seemingly on the outside, we take for granted. And I'm sure most of us, we do, because we don't think of just how good we really have it. But we want to come to you today in prayer, Lord, and let you know that we do recognize every blessing that we get to 
benefit from, and we say thank you for it all. Indoor plumbing, electricity, food in our cupboards, uh, you know, means of transportation to get to and from work. We thank you for it all. And we just ask that you guide us each and every day, that as we also minister to other people, our friends and family members, even though we're not a priest or an actual minister, but as we spread your word, let us do so properly and with genuine intent to make sure that we lead all people to you, God, and lead all people to your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, that's all I have for the day, ladies and gentlemen. I really hope you all have a wonderful day, evening, morning, night, whatever, wherever you are in the world. I hope you have a good, blessed day. And until then or the next time, we're signing off, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another 1% or less with him here at His Hardline. And again, don't forget to visit us at www.hishardline.com and share this podcast far and wide. Have a blessed one, everyone. We'll see you next time. say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.